Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Grain. Oh, there he is. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, what the heck I, are you doing over there? I feel like... Get out of the sandbox. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Just brush my... Do I brush my feet off? Yeah, you, please. Or do we like sand in the house? No, I don't like... Do you like sand in your bed? Um, do I like sand in my bed? Sand in the sheets? Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit split on it. I can, I can see the benefits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exfoliates you while you sleep. Everywhere. <laughs> you don't want to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we have a lot on the docket today. Do we? Well, I've had a lot going on. Okay. I, I've been trying to, I tried to get into NFTs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I've just lost and, money at every turn. I told you that when you started, I said, this is a bad idea. And then you just got scammed out of what? Like how many, how much money now? Well, so initially um, I won't go into all the details because it's confusing to me, but basically I tried to put money from my bank account into the crypto or whatever <laughs> to be able to buy NFTs and $90 just got lost to the internet. Like it, mm-hmm. and the company is like, no, we can't find that. We don't know where that went. So uh, that was a $90 loss right away. So I'm already mm-hmm. um, taking a zero on the whole NFT game. And then now I looked at my bank account before we started here and the other service I used to get money on there. Yeah. It seems they're double charging me. So I'm <laughs> now just losing constant money for it <laughs> to get these little digital pictures. That's what happens. You want an NFT? They're just going to take whatever they want from you. Yeah, well, that'll teach me for trying to uh, invest in the mm-hmm. new future. Yeah. Yeah, the NFTs, TikToks. I'm done with it all. Did you ever start with the other one? TikTok? Yeah. I have one TikTok. You have a TikTok? I have one. Are you plugging that right now? Uh, am I playing? Yeah, I'll <laughs> play it for everyone right now. I didn't say playing. I said plugging. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to just cue that up right now, we'll get that going yeah. and we'll be right back. TikTok also, uh, I, I lost a lot of money. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. They, <laughs> they asked for my bank information right, right. in you the got, comments. You got the my TikTok, TikTok, TikTok premium. Yeah. 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 The, actually, the Chinese government is being funded by you. The NFT link actually was in my, the comments of my TikTok too. And I just clicked Ooh. it and plugged my bank right in. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. There's some really happy people out there right now. It's all, Not you, but some people. It's all going well. And on a positive note, too, I, I revisited the 2004 hit movie House of Wax with Paris Hilton. Okay. And I'm going to give it my flowers for the day. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I think that it was it, it held up well, and I thought that Paris did a great job. All right. I was just confused by your flowers for the day. Well, you give um, people flowers when you're right. Supporting them. Sure, I guess. But it's not all about me today and my fucking flower. (laughs) 
it's about our guest here because we have writer, comedian, producer, actor, Aiden O'Loughlin here. <laughs> Such a funny, I love that segue. <laughs> yeah. You're like, speaking of flowers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we went from giving flowers to a 2004 movie that nobody's talking about. <laughs> I think they should be talking about it. Aiden, okay. have you seen House of Wax from 2004? I haven't seen House of Wax, but I have heard good things. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think that it's time for a resurgence of this movie. I think it got too much flack back in the day. People said it was shit, but guess what? I think it's fine. Yeah, I feel like that's the that's the Jennifer's body trajectory. <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> people I, didn't like it, and then suddenly people are like, "Has this been good for twenty years?" <laughs> it, we're we're hoping we get that one day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, one day someone just stumbles across this podcast and was Wait like, a minute. was this good the whole time? <laughs> and they're like, no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> what happened? Okay. What are NFTs? So. Because <laughs> with it, like blind, mm-hmm. like walking into it, it seems like MLMs for boys. <laughs> I You fell for a pyramid scheme. Well, I don't really <laughs> understand it, right? Like it's <laughs> non-fungible tokens. Yeah, they're non-fungible. But all I wanted, because I'm, uh, I, I grew up as a Jay and Silent Bob fan. I sure. live as a Jay and Silent Bob fan. And all I wanted was this Jay and Silent Bob NFT. That's yeah. all I oh, wanted okay. in my life. And I thought that it would be relatively inexpensive mm-hmm. to be able to get this thing. Now I'm like... $400 in the hole and it's growing as it, it, it they keep charging my credit card as all pyramid schemes do yeah <laughs> and all I have to show for it is this animated image of Jay taking off his pants that's what I don't <laughs> understand about them is that most of these NFTs are really shitty like JPEGs or GIFs and I'm like yeah. why would you spend money on this yeah, I'm you not... think I can't find that same image online for free? I'm I, sure I could. I dare you yeah. to. I dare you to because I paid a lot for it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I guess <laughs> mine just wouldn't be worth anything. Not that, <laughs> not that I think yours will be for much longer either. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I have you gotten into any like cryptocurrency at all, Aiden, like Bitcoin or anything like that? No, I'm barely into regular dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know about any of it, really. Like, I've, obviously, I've heard about Bitcoin, but I just I just wanted this one thing and I had to sign up through four different apps to do it. Just but you God. didn't, though. That's the thing you found out is that you didn't need to sign up to four different things, I thought. Well, yeah, one of them, the one that I gave the $90 to, huge mistake. Turns out didn't have to sign up for it the whole time. You overcomplicated sure. it and you lost a lot of money. They told me to do it. Hey, okay. they told you to do it. <laughs> Whoa, they tricked you. Yeah, they did trick you. They, they did. The thing was that even if I found out when I was on the mm-hmm. phone for them, I did multiple phone calls with this company. Yeah, I found out that because I'm Canadian anyways, that if I put the money in there, unless I move to America and um, open up a bank account there, you can't have it back that I would never be able to have it back anyway. So it would have just been sitting in limbo 
and maybe it gains value maybe it doesn't but the fact that i can never take it out if you can only put money into their app if you're canadian but can't take it back i don't understand i mean that feels borderline illegal but i don't know i don't understand what's happening i need to go back to just uh watching tv yeah <laughs> watching house of wax and sitting oh, I, I get it the house of wax segue was a way to feel better about well actually <laughs> not understanding the present so you have to go back to the past to that's make right. sense of your life wax is what you buy nfts with what that's what they call the um tokens to buy in it you have to switch your money to wax ah so yeah. there is a for all of these uh, tech junkies listening, to me, <laughs> there is a segue. You're looking it up. You're, you're like, he probably still doesn't understand it. And I can now I still don't know do if you need right to. here. <laughs> I mean, you could probably use a thing called whack. That might be why you lost all that money, to be honest. Yeah. No, it started going well for me once I figured out the wax thing. Okay. Got it. Okay. And by okay. going well, I mean double charging me, but me getting the thing I needed. it's so and then okay so i'm with you with non then you lose me at fungible and then i'm back at tokens again (laughs) the thing that's strange too is because the way that like the one that i wanted is entirely fungible because if you get the right nft then Mm -hmm. they send you a like a physical jane silent bob figure so, oh. it, so it is a thing like you are having a physical Something. item and I don't and at that point I don't care about what's on the computer and dancing around for me in an image I'd only care about the physical thing right so maybe I'm getting punished because I didn't quite want an actual nft right that's true so they're really just taking it to me making an example of me I probably have posters of me all over the states mm-hmm. about <laughs> wanted yeah Yeah, they're all just they're all just spitting on it yeah (laughs) don't be an idiot like this guy (laughs) what if the figure just doesn't stop coming like they just keep sending them to you the way you've been overcharged (laughs) they think you're a manufacturing base and they just like our distribution center and they're like all right here you go he wants to show up i i think you'll have to tune into toronto buns to see if that's true oh my god see if they keep um, getting posted trading nfts for uh unopened alcohol or plants and bus tokens (laughs) a loose bag of groceries for my figurine i've eaten avocado and a handful of blueberries oh my god have you used buns before to get anything i i tried to use it once um I uh, uh, someone I was with at the time. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll go to that, too. But someone I was with at the time, mm-hmm. uh, they were getting rid of their vacuum mm-hmm. and um, posted it on buns and then made me go and do the trade. Oh, my God. So I, I went and it was to the East End. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They made you go do the trade. Yes. I'm- and you just gave Kyle last night shit for what cat sitting for his partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an absolute sucker and I don't want to tell yeah, yeah. anyone. No, else. but you gave him so much shit for it. Because <laughs> I don't like cats. But that what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So inside baseball, here we oh. go. <laughs> so there's this vacuum. 
and I traveled all the way to the East End. Mm -hmm. And then the person uh, when I got here was like, actually, I don't want the vacuum anymore and canceled. Didn't show up. So then I noticed someone had like a pile of garbage in their front lawn. So I just dropped the <laughs> vacuum off there and went home. Mm. That's so funny. Wow. I, it's hard. Like this was this is one of those like big old vacuums too. Like it, it's not easy to carry around the city yeah, with right. you like you wanted like a subway or anything. Did you take another piece of junk from the trash to bring it back to say that the trade went through? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just took a loose pipe. <laughs> you said loose pipe for it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, lead. <laughs> but we oh. also got our uh, like our spooked box where we draw the positions from off mm -hmm. of buns. Yeah. Oh, really? Like wood yeah. burned on there, and I think. Oh my god! I don't. I think I gave like a couple of palmy ciders for them or something. No, two great. bags of coffee. Oh, it's two bags of coffee. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. We used to work at Starbucks. So oh, oh my yeah, god, I love free. <laughs> they paid us in beans. Yeah, you guys have a bad track record with finances, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, don't give me any money. We just barter and trade things, we lose our money to the internet, and that's how it goes. Yeah. It honestly, I couldn't do buns. It was too stressful because it was yeah. like the currency conversion. Like I I, I was like I, how many bottles of wine is a bike worth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really strange. And then I I was on it like a, like way back. And then it just there was always so much drama. And I'm like, why is this necessary in a trading? No, I, li I like that. I like yeah. that. I, I didn't mind it at first, but then that's became all it was. And it was just the stupidest shit. And I'm like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. I like tuning in for people fighting on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> It's honestly, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that uh, people are very lonely and mm. it's hard to make friends. And they're like, well, if I can't make friends, I'll make enemies. Mm. <laughs> and so they go on. It's like having a conversation, which is more heated. Yeah, <laughs> we we have um, we have a part of the uh, there's a Facebook group for like this part of the city that we're in, like our neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know why I joined it. I think I'm the only one in the house. I was going to say it. we did. I don't think I'm part of it. <laughs> no, I I joined it. I was like, oh, maybe someone will put like a little like if there's like a farmer's market or like a little sale or something. <laughs> well, I know where the farmer's market is. No, but well, like what? Uh, they'll let me know on there. Right. But it's <laughs> okay. it, it's turned into like every every second post is just someone being like this person's uh, here's like a security cam footage of this person breaking into this house or whatever. And yeah. then like, they'll show that. And then the next image will be the same guy posts his dinner every single day. <laughs> you want, you want community watch. There's a night prowler in our area, a night prowler, a night prowler. Is that good or is it bad? It's bad. It's oh. bad. Oh, I thought the prowler was, was like, like, that sounds like but here's the thing. Yeah. I think he was at my work this week and then I really? saw the news story about it that night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. What does the prowler do? Uh, he goes to people's houses. Uh, he knocks on doors to see if they're home to try and break in and steal stuff. Oh, oh. and I think he just like trashes things and steals stuff. Oh, I wish it was called something less cool. Yeah, yeah he's not cool. Like when, that sounds like Night Prowler. I was like, ooh, Annex Batman. <laughs> no, it's like Leslieville, Riverdale, uh, just a uh, guy who's unwell doing bad things. Right. <laughs>
I think that's mostly what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was your duty to uh, catch him when he came in for a drink. I didn't know that's what he was. I found out after we tried calling the police and uh, they didn't answer. Oh, didn't answer. <laughs> they didn't answer. Didn't go to anything. Like no, no automated service. No, my, I think my, they tried calling the non-emergency line and they never picked up. Oh, okay. So okay. That sounds it's like, like 911 can just honestly, not pick up. <laughs> yeah, they can't. And they'll just not respond to. I've definitely called uh, Toronto police for uh, uh, problem people in the restaurant and they've either just not shown up or shown up an hour and a half after the incident happened. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not surprised by that, to be honest. <laughs> Well, you're like, you're on time for the crime in a different time zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, where is he? They left. Yeah. They're gone. We're all a dead. <laughs> We're yeah, dead. We... Uh, good news for the night prowler, I assume. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, they've been doing this apparently for like on and off for the last six months. So I guess so. You, do you think at a certain point, mm-hmm. if, um, and I want you to uh, put yourself in the shoes of the night prowler. Right. Right. Uh, do you think at a certain point, if you've gotten away with it for six months, I, I, I don't know, maybe like probably six houses, like one a month, we'll mm-hmm. say. Sure. Do you think that you would call it quits or do you think you would keep going with the prowl? I feel like you'd have to keep going. A hundred percent. I'd feel like a god. I hadn't gotten caught six times. But I think he has been caught. That's the thing. And then they just released uh, him. Oh. <laughs> They're like, <"Yeah>, I, <laughs> I, the police budget in the city is so fucking huge and we can't stop one night prowler come on they feel like sorry we spent that money on a pile of guns yeah well you know what it might be nice having a pile of guns (laughs) no (laughs) it wouldn't the it's just like a mountain in the middle of like police headquarters (laughs) go ahead take a gun on your way out you know what if they just started doing their press conferences in front of it that might actually curb a little bit of the crime a hundred percent or it would encourage crime i respect a pile of guns more than a row of horses (laughs) police cops that's true it's like who's cleaning up that horse shit yeah not the pile of guns that's true (laughs) do do you think that when they uh did capture the night prowler that Mm -hmm. they uh put all of the stuff that they stole from the house into a little box and gave it to him on the way out after (laughs) He, he seemed like a guy when i saw him he didn't really have anything with him so I feel mm. like he just takes it and then either trashes it, sells it, or just dumps it somewhere. That was, dumps it somewhere. That was my my impression of the guy when I saw him. I'm okay with a person being like, if someone's gonna come into my house, steal my things, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it if they just dump it somewhere Are and you? don't even use it, just really? destroy yeah. it and leave it. That's I find that even worse. I think it's better. I think it's better than someone else enjoying my things. I would rather it just get thrown away and him being an agent of chaos know. i'm kind of like you know what it's in a it's in a new home someone else is happy right now yeah i guess if it's something really expensive i might be pissed off about it but like if it's like just like normal shit i'd be like oh well i mean at least i guess it's being used what, what's maybe they need shit it. to you like a pencil case yeah like my pencil case <laughs> if they took yeah. my pencil case and they took all my nice pencil crayons <laughs> <laughs> it's like i hope he's putting that blue to good use <laughs> they're doing my I gave up on my art dream. I'm glad somebody's <laughs> picking it up. Honestly, I would respect that. Yeah. But if they just like came in, took them, broke them all, and threw them in the gutter down the street, and I saw them the next day when I was coming home from work, I'd be so sad. Would I would be, be I would be happy about that. But it would just be like, why did you break in and take it if that's all you're gonna do? Well, I why would you why this to night- make a point. <laughs> 
this night prowler that we've now created uh, is real. I well, we've we've created these scenarios. This is this That's is a, true. This is a night prowler of our fantasies mm-hmm. now at this point. And oh. I don't think the night prowler of my fantasies is breaking into someone like my house. That's I think true. they uh, break into a, a rich person's house, one of yeah. these uh, multi-million dollar homes. Well, anyone with some of their precious crystals and throw them into uh, uh, a ditch. Well, that's a state. <laughs> that's a statement. Yeah. My night prowler is a total Robin Hood. This guy, I don't think, is a Robin Hood. This guy's a little unhinged, I think. <laughs> Except it's taking from the rich and giving to a ditch. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. From the rich to the ditch. Well, what uh, what rich are us poor going to do with those crystal uh, jars? That's true. We could true. have uh, uh, tea parties, I guess. <laughs> um, well, we know that he's stealing from richer neighborhoods because everyone has a ring cam with the footage that they're sending the CTV. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. We it, don't have one of those. No. What's he going to steal from me? My uh, mounting debt from these NFTs? <laughs> that's true. Your uh, pop toy collection? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, do you have a Funko Pop toy collection? Um, I do. What was the first character in your collection? Um, it was uh, the dude from the Big Lebowski. See, like oh, I bought okay. them like in 2012. Like I bought them when they like were created. Yeah. Yeah. You got in at the ground floor of Funko Pop. <laughs> exactly. And then it became a problem when I looked it up online um, during the pandemic. Yeah. And right. Some of mine were worth like six hundred dollars now, seven hundred or eight hundred dollars, right? Oh my! God. And I started selling those ones because that's too much to uh, be in a little toy. Yeah. So <laughs> I sold those, but then I started buying more because I was like, "Well, I've sold those ones, so now other ones will become worth money." And now it's just a cycle, right? And then are Funko Pops limited edition? Some of them, well, all of them are. All of okay. them um, become like vaulted and they just stop um, m- printing them, I guess. Right. Uh, but some of them are like really limited. Like there's some that are like one in 25 or whatever. Or, like, oh, okay. And I, I think like I have one that's like 500 piece of Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. But, I'm sensing a theme here to the collections. <laughs> yes. It's all Jay and Silent Bob. That's all I collect. <laughs> what if Kevin Smith came over to your house one day? Would you be like, this is where I die? <laughs> I'm the last piece of the collection. I'd like it if he came over and he was just really uncomfortable by it. And he was like, oh, dude. <laughs> well, the, I mean, that's a good segue. Uh, Friday, August uh, 26, we'll be doing our podcast live at Fan Expo. And who will be there but Kevin Smith? That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, come in and uh, maybe we'll kidnap Kevin Smith and bring him into the podcast. Are we allowed to do that? Um, I'm allowed. I have his Funko Pop. Yeah. <laughs> The neighborhood prowler will do it. Yeah, I'll hire the neighborhood prowler <laughs> to steal yeah. Kevin Smith. Twenty six at uh, four four thirty four. Yes, four thirty. Four thirty. Yeah, we don't there have a go. we don't have a space yet. Hmm. We don't know like where they're right yet though. Do we? 
Well, I, it's going to be wherever the podcasts are recorded. That's true. There's, I think yeah. there's only one space. I don't know. I don't know. Just wander around and yeah, you, figure you some weeds <laughs> talking about ghosts or something. NFTs. <laughs> yeah, NFTs. And, yeah. Wander around until you hear me yelling about NFTs saying, in my mounting deck. By the time we're there, you're either going to have a lot of money from it or you're going to have no money from it. <laughs> I'll probably so, be, you'll have I a booth trying to resell to them. This. You'll be selling JPEG uh computer print ops of them <laughs> yeah please buy my nft <laughs> but then this is the perfect scam because then kevin smith can buy it back and get you out of Ooh. debt Ooh, that's true yeah. i mean you won't have his pr team to protect him or will yeah <laughs> like his pr team will be like no kevin don't buy this loser's printed nft yeah well i feel like <laughs> they're the ones who set up the digital one and got it going and he's just like sure cool let's do it but if he's at Comic-Con, he's undefended. Yeah, that's, that's true. Well, I mean, we'll have to see what happens. But he might be defended. I don't I don't know. Yeah, he might have a whole team. Of he somebody. might have a whole team with him. I mean, if it's anything like the last one we did, I don't think any of these celebrities had like teams protecting them. I think no, you can do Canada. whatever you want to them. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Do not say that. Don't put that out there. No, they, no. they're 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 behind glass. Oh, man, I we're going to we're not going to be allowed to go anymore. Yeah. You yeah. guys are going to be so afraid the whole time you're there. I'm not going to be afraid. Who's going to come after us? Well, the <laughs> night prowler. That's right. I guess if he steals our tickets and passes. Yeah, we're going to be the number one celebrities, I think, for everyone to um, want the autograph and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe so. And you said that people you weren't sure if people are going to be protected, but the cast of Sons of Anarchy is going to be there. So that's, that's also a bunch of uh, biker boys going to protect so wanna, us all. You want to pay them yeah. for protection? Yeah. And they're like, we're not really bikers. And you're like, no, but come on, we know. And they'll be like, no, no, really, we're <laughs> actors. We played a characters in a TV show. And you're like, come on, let's let's get real, guys. <laughs> Here's 50 bucks. Make sure we don't get beat up. Yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> Um, like, so we can't even ride motorcycles for real. That was all pretend. I, they did ride motorcycles. <laughs> Don't put that out there. Yeah. Probably, I believe they were all CGI. They're all green screen. <laughs> they, just, they just sat on a green cube in a green room and went like, vroom, vroom, vroom. probably. <laughs> that's how the whole show was filmed. <laughs> Jax's beard, it was digitally added. Well,. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't put that on Charlie Hunnam. Poor Charlie Hunnam uh, did all of the work for that show. He grew that mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so please have me lead that panel. That's what I'm saying. Right, 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 right. I don't think it's going to happen. But you know what? Oh. It could happen if you Night Prowler, the uh, the real panel leaders, house, up, take his credentials. Fucking Night Prowler. Speaking of TV, Aiden, you write on the TV. Sorry, um, I'm just I'm so distracted by I like couldn't help as soon as you said that Jax's beard was CGI. I was like, imagine like Andy Circus <laughs> playing each his beard. beard? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that'd be so good. The follicles. <laughs> yeah. You know where that might work? Did you ever watch The Tick? Yes, yeah. Do you remember there was one where there was like this? Uh, mustache it was I think it was an alien it was like a parasite that went in your face and it would like swing around and stuff like that yeah I do remember that that might be one that Andy Serkis could play the mustache that's true That'd be Did good. They, they remade the tick right I think so like live action Amazon show yeah. I think yeah, yeah. or no I, actually wasn't an Amazon show 
That's there was a live action years ago, and I think Patrick Warburton played the tick, didn't he? Like really? Years ago. Well, yeah, like it was a oh, while. Sorry. It was a little while. But I think then they before. redid it like within the last 10 years, though. Yeah, 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 it was kind of recent. Oh, yeah, they yeah. did it in 2001 was the original one. Patrick Warburton is right. Yeah. And then they and did then... another one like a few years ago. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think I think this like newer one. I don't know. I don't I don't want to insult uh, the poor people that made it, but it seemed lower budget. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, who was clamoring for a tick live action show in the late 2020? <laughs> They had two seasons and it has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so fuck you, Cody. You didn't give (laughs) these guys a chance. Being low budget doesn't mean it wasn't good. The way you said it implied that it wasn't good. That's like, I don't mean to be disparaging, but it seemed low budget. Can I be honest (laughs) with the two of you today? I was totally thinking this show was dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we noticed. Well, that's fair. Well, if they get a season three, you know, have us on. We'd like to redeem ourselves and uh, be a so part sorry. of your, your show. Yeah. Uh, tick. No matter your budget. Listen, if you only want me, you don't want Cody. I understand. It'll send a message. <laughs> well, who they want is uh, Aiden That's because true. Aiden already works true. behind the scenes with the TV. <laughs> Damn it. That's true. Good segue. That was great getting us back on track after I derailed. <laughs> Uh, but uh, wrote an episode of uh, Working Moms as well as um, it's uh, I want to get the position right. Story editor, story coordinator, coordinator. Yeah. coordinator, mm-hmm. Yeah. So how and that was on uh, Tall Boys as well as Working Moms. Um, how yes. was that experience been? And it was how great. How was it to then write an episode that's just completely your own? Um. I mean, so story coordinating was like great because you like you're basically taking notes, like meeting mm-hmm. minutes as like everyone talks about the ideas. Um, so it's a lot of like stress and pressure, but it's like cool to like watch from the beginning, like everything like come together as like the ideas for like yeah. episodes are formulated. And it's like very surreal to like later like be on set and watch like actors and like a crew of people like make that scene happen. We're like, that was just a bunch of idiots talking shit three (laughs) months ago. (laughs) Um, And then, and tall boys was really cool as well. Like seeing those guys like come up with sketches and like perform them. Like it was such a different like Mm -hmm. setup than uh, working moms. Cause they like things get to like stand alone and you don't have to worry about like, anything and not seeing affecting anything else and then it was like cool to see as well like once you like there's kind of like two piles of sketches so there's like the ones that like will probably be in the show and the ones that are just put aside for now that aren't necessarily working or like flowing and then watching it's just cool to see like everybody like sit and pick the order for an episode to be like oh that sketch goes here and then we do this one and then there's a commercial break because it was, they had explained it. There's two ways of doing it. There's like Second City, which is kind of like start strong, then do something that's co- like a musical first that's really funny. Mm-hmm. And then do something that's like really absurd afterwards that's like kind of silly. And then you have a commercial break and then you do like a runner. And then like you kind of, there's like peaks and valleys to the episode. Right. To like keep the audience engaged and then there's the SNL method 
which is front load the strong stuff and then put the medium stuff after 1 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that if, was like very cool. I guess if Tall Boys was like four hours long, that'd be a good plan. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, that's that's really interesting. I mean, the thing that, yeah, I never really thought about that for our sketch show, just how um, fun and cool it would be just to um, choose where those sketches go and like get that yeah. flow kind of going and even picking which episode they'd be at as you're going throughout the season. Yeah. Well, it's important to it's have that kind of stuff funny art. with it, right? I mean, you get that with live shows too, right? Like it's kind of what works best for this show. But then when you're translating it to TV, that's like, it's such a, a bigger consideration where it's a little less like just like practical and like, oh, when can I put on this stupid hat and then not be awkward? And it's like, what's actually going to make good TV is, is such an interesting kind of evo- evolution of what it like originally is to what it becomes. Well, I mean, for uh, live shows, yeah. I always screw it up because That's true. I, yes. I do a sketch where I throw up on myself right yeah. at the start and then I have throw up on me for the rest of the night. <laughs> Oh my god. I love that. There was I saw a I think it was an improv show recently at SoCap. Why? And <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a bunch of them in a row, but there's right, 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 right. I think it was like a newer improviser and they kept like I don't know if it was a nervous tick or like a purposeful choice, but they kept bringing a tray into every scene with them. And it got to the point that their like scene mates were like we're in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants some lemonade? Yeah, exactly. Every just like, and then they'd have to like figure out to like put it down somewhere. And they're like, not on the art. (laughs) If you bring a prop though, you have to go with it. You have to. Mm -hmm. Did they bring a physical tray? If they, if they had a physical tray, the whole thing, that's pretty great. But if they were just miming it, it, if they're just miming it, there's a mime tray. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the best uh, thing they knew how to mime. That's yeah. true. That's fair. I feel like it's... Um... I hate object work. So you know what? Having a tray, easy. Great. That's fair. Yeah. It's because I think that, like, it's funny because even in stand-up, like, there's things that you can tell when someone is, like, nervous because they don't know what to do with mm-hmm. their hands. So they're, like, touching the mic stand a lot. Yeah. And then I think that acting is kind of the same thing where like actors can't figure out. So they like gesticulate a lot or like need to remember to put their hands in their pockets. <laughs> but my favorite, I don't know why it could be the best actor in the world. No one on this earth can act like they're holding a coffee cup with coffee in it. <laughs> It's insane. Like they like forget yeah. and they're like <laughs> pouring it. I'm like, well, we know it's empty now. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to remember that weight. Yeah. <laughs> I've been noticing that more in like TV shows and movies where people take a drink of something or they just pour like you hear like the beer crack and then they pour it in and then they take a drink and you're like, there's nothing in that cup. You can tell there's nothing in that. <laughs> Not a cup. dang thing. Yeah. They, they fool me every time. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I've, no, I've been noticing it more for some reason lately. It just like kind of like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. They could. They, they messed that up. <laughs> Someone needs to do like a master class on cup acting. Mm-hmm. True. Well, it's the same. I think like just objects in general, like when 
people are like smoking on there. Like you can always tell like who mm-hmm. actually smokes and yeah. who doesn't. Who's never. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so bad at that. I don't smoke. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to smoke or just like I think like gun work too. listen. Smoking's cool, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. OK. <laughs> gun work. That's like a big pile of guns right back to where we were. Yeah, I told you guns are cool. No. <laughs> right back to the big pile of guns. Right back there. <laughs> I was listing it as an example. But it's true. It was like, I remember with the Alec Baldwin thing, like they did bring up guns as like, like actors can't act guns, which is why it's like they try to use live. Yeah. Like ammo, which is weird. But then everyone, like all these post-production people were like, but that's not even true because they hold it wrong. And then we have to CGI their hand. Right. right. Well, my thing is that they they can, if they have proper training for it, because there's very clearly people who do like proper gun training and they're very good with guns. It's just like, if you're going to have a big movie like that, maybe, maybe invest a little bit of money and then like making sure they take like a course or something. So they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you're spending millions of dollars on this movie anyway. Why put all the money into like having like all the shit with like, live rounds quote unquote when you could probably just do away with it and have them actually you know know what they're fucking doing yeah exactly like i would imagine that and i I haven't studied their work so if the two of you have don't come at me about it but i would imagine (laughs) that arnold schwarzenegger and sylvester stallone must be good at it at this point yeah yeah oh yeah Probably. So if your whole career or like a Jason Statham, you know, like if your whole career is like every movie I do this thing. Yeah. Then you probably went to like not every movie, but most of them. What movie? <laughs> the Rocky movies. He doesn't have any guns in that. Does I guess he's got two guns right that whole movie. Mm-hmm. That's right. Never mind. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's right. <laughs> Fucking right, bud. Um, but blast him away. <laughs> And uh, let's talk about this. Uh, you r- got to write an episode of Working Moms, though, too. Like, yeah, how was so now, how was that experience? It was so it was really cool. I've now written two episodes. I wrote another. I got to write oh, another oh. for this upcoming season. Um, and it was like very because I feel like I got to I started on Working Moms as like a producer's assistant and I got to like grow my mm. career so much with them as the show continued. Yeah. Um, and it was like the like Catherine, who's the like star, but also the like creator and the showrunner. She has like a uh, like she was part of Groundlings, so she has like an improv background. So it was like cool to like watch how she kind of mm-hmm. works her way through a like scene and like gets it on its feet and tries to like figure out how the dialogue would go. Um, so I learned a, a lot from her. But then, so the episode that I wrote, like it was like kind of like a semi bottle episode where they're like everyone is together the entire time, like having like a fun day, basically. Um, But I had pitched it because I don't know if you guys did this, but in high school, we had this like in grade 12, we did this night called Dare Night, where it was essentially like a scavenger hunt, but like trying to get people to do things and the first team to get everything on the list won. So it Mm -hmm. was like, get someone to buy you a drink, um, get arrested, which was just like a bunch of children like asking to pose by a squad car. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um what was the other ones um 
get a lap dance from a stranger. Like it was all these like crazy random things. Mm-hmm. And Hashtag so I was, random. yeah. And I like, uh, was like, do you guys ever do this? And every writer was like, no. <laughs> and I like kept describing it. <laughs> I kept describing it and like making them laugh with like these like random dares. And they were like, we could put that in the show. Like that would be like a funny idea. And you basically like the the season is planned. The episodes you kind of like see like the storyboard of everything, mm-hmm. and then once it's like ready and we're like we go to like draft the outline, which is just like a word document breakdown basically of that with a little more detail. Um, they like assign you an episode, so I didn't even know that I was gonna get to do the one that I had like pitched because I was like, oh, yeah. it's such a like crazy episode and it's kind of like a leap of faith that they would let me do it so they'll probably give it to someone more like experienced but they uh Catherine like ended up assigning it to me so it was really cool nice that's that's awesome and and, and it's such a great show too like I it's a show that I genuinely like you don't say this about Mm -hmm. every Canadian tv show let's be honest (laughs) but I genuinely it's like tick yeah, Dick. Are they Canadian? <laughs> Probably. No, Based yeah, off the quality of it. <laughs> so it's those tax breaks they give them. Yeah. Um, but I, I genuinely like that show a lot. And I, I think Catherine's uh, so funny and everything, too. Like following, obviously, legendary family as yeah, well. Yeah. And uh, she's great, like in things like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and everything. So the fact that she like came to uh, Canada um, as well and just like m- making this show. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It was a great show to be able to work on. But we all got to know, who is your favorite working mom, real or imagined? Oh, <laughs> pick your um, doesn't it doesn't have to be from the show. Could be from real life. Eleanor from- Roosevelt. That's a, that's a good one. That's Ooh. a good one. <laughs> I feel like they had kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm torn between uh, Wilma Flintstone and Michelle Obama. Oh, good. those are good choices. <laughs> If I had to pick right now, if I had to pick right now, if you gave me some time to prep, I might think of something different. I mean, what both of them did for the world. It's true. (laughs) Wilma, especially foundational, really. That's what I'm saying. She had to deal with Fred Flintstone. (laughs) Think about that. Yeah, (laughs) they were they were a modern Stone Age family. It was tough back then. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. that the thing that they would both agree on is that all of the children of today should be having their Flintstone vitamins. That's true. It's true. Uh, (laughs) But to dive into a spookier note. That's true. How many bottles of Flintstone vitamins do you think we ate collectively? That's what you got exactly where I was leading to. Um, yeah, I to dive into a spookier note, I had seven bottles of Flintstone vitamins a day. How about everybody else? <laughs> like near overdose every day. Yeah. <laughs> Too much vitamin K. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a lot, but I hated the purple ones. Really? Yeah, yeah those yeah. are the worst ones. Yeah, purple yeah. weren't great. Because I liked orange I didn't like, and red. I wasn't a big orange fan. Mm, that's crazy. I feel like now I'd like the orange. Well, because the thing with it is that it's not just like if you like orange, you like grape, no, but you whatever. have to like the shape. You have Dino to, was the best. Well, no, but you have to like that flavor, but chalky. That's true. And and grape is an awful chalky. Yeah, flavor. Mm. that's like a sitting in your mouth. I don't no think one wants a dusty bad. grape. Yeah, no one wants that's... a dusty grape. <laughs> that's words to live by. <laughs> yeah. uh, true. Um, but 
Uh, it also did. You're right. It went by character, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to have a hierarchy? Some, yeah. 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 There was a hierarchy. Um, but to dive into a spookier note, Aiden, yeah. we have to know, do you believe in ghosts? Like, I would love to say no. Love to say no. Yeah, like I would like to be able to be like, <laughs> rationally, there's no way. Okay. Especially because it doesn't seem, like there's no modern ghosts, you know what I mean? Like, I, right. it doesn't, I feel like, well. And They're all they're... stuck in their ghost phones. Yes. They're not going outside haunting people anymore. That's exactly. All, that's all or, I'm going to say on that point. <laughs> do you think that our lives are just like more fulfilling that we're like, oh, I don't want to stick around here and haunt. No, <laughs> I don't no. think they're more fulfilling in any way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe that is true, though. I mean, they always talk about, you know, how uh, like, um, well, I mean, especially like our parents uh, love to talk about how they were the generation that loved to just go out and do things. Right. Right. So if they're the generation that just goes out and do things, that's the ones that are passing away now. And they're just <laughs> going out. And doing things rather than being here haunting us. But do your parents say they used to love to go out and do things and they're the generation that did that? Oh, don't they live in the middle of the woods and never go out and do anything? My dad always (laughs) talks about just how he hitchhiked everywhere. Does he refuse to leave his house? (laughs) Well, now. Sure. Sure. He's seen a lot. (laughs) He's, He's been around. But if he had that extra uh, jolt of ghost youth. Right. You'd be back out there. Oh, so you want the ghosts to uh, inject their spirit into people to give old people the youth that they need to continue uh, doing reckless things? I don't want... You want possessions? I didn't say that I wanted (laughs) any of this. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it seems a little like you want it. Sounds like you want it. It Sounds like you want your mom and dad to go on a weird road trip with a spooky ghost. Can I be honest with you, (laughs) too? This would be a good movie. Yeah, it would be. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, perhaps that's the case, but I don't know. Like, everyone always thinks about like the kind of like Victorian uh, ghosts, right? Right. But I don't necessarily know if that's what everyone sees. Well, I wonder if it just stands out more, right? Like, yeah, you're gonna remember seeing so- like something strange, like seeing like a like a weird Victorian dress. You know, if you just saw a guy in a t-shirt, you might be like, "That was just a guy in a t-shirt." Right. Well, don't you? Think Are you so- afraid of t-shirts? <laughs> yeah, that. I'm glad you got to the heart of it. Honestly, um, more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Wow. The. The thing is, though, that I think more commonly than people mm-hmm. saying that they saw a Victorian ghost is that they saw a ghost of a family member or something with a family mm-hmm. member, right? Which is more modern. Really? I, I haven't heard many stories where it's people of actually related to anybody. Right. I very rarely hear people say, I saw my dad. <laughs> I guess it's like. Well, the like this is ghost adjacent, but like going to go see a medium, they're like, oh, this like person's here, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, like uh, her dad passed, and so she was like, I'm gonna go see a medium and like see what's mm-hmm. going on. But all these other ghosts were talking to the medium like ahead of her dad, whereas like her like friend's uncle was like, let Katie know that I'm okay, and she's like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I need to speak to my dad. 
Well, I think um, uh, spoiler alert for the uh, listeners: we have a medium uh, coming on the podcast soon. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm that- not letting her try any of that shit on me. Well, oh when God. I met them uh, more recently, I think back mm-hmm. in like Feb- January, it was mm-hmm. uh, they said that my grandfather said I was dying of a heart attack this year. Right. You? Yeah. So they're taking oh wild swings, but they said that my grandfather was there and my grandfather wasn't of the Victorian era. Damien. That's true. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> Just saying. Pretty, pretty close. <laughs> I honestly don't know what when the Victorian era is, so I would just identify any ghost like 1980s, like one of the yeah. village people, YMCA, like Victorian ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah. Any of the Breakfast Club, uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I saw Molly Ringwald was in a show recently as like a random cameo. Like, I think her character didn't even have a name. And it's like, <laughs> Molly Ringwald, why are you doing this? <laughs> it was that show, The Bear, about the chef in Chicago. Oh, okay. Okay. She's I've like, been meaning to watch that. I've heard good things. It's great. She's and in it for one scene. So well, keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> I will. Well, in the new uh, season of Stranger Things, the uh, one um, character that's mm-hmm. like, the, the woman that uh, Robbins uh, has a crush on or whatever is clearly yeah. supposed to be Raleigh, Molly Ringwald. Oh, yeah, I, just, right. I see that. Mm. Wearing the, the little like, I mean, I never hat. thought I never thought that, but OK. Well, it's the short red hair with the ha- that specific hat and everything. Right. But, yeah, I never thought that. Well, you're not you're not a big fan <laughs> of the 80s like us. Yeah, I didn't think it's that. clear. Yeah. Um, you're definitely pulling that out of your butthole. <laughs> That's clearly what the experience is supposed to be. Mm, well, clearly it's not. Oh, come so. on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aiden, have you ever had a, like a paranormal experience or anything like that? So, two stories. Mm. I used to, I used to be like a babysitter before I like started working and this one family that I would babysit for was basically like um you need to come over we'll like let you know when the kid has fallen asleep and then you'll come over (laughs) and like you can't go in to the room to like see the kid and if he wakes up don't go to like try and help because he'll just freak out so just call us and we'll leave the restaurant or the movie or whatever the thing is this is insane I don't know what you're talking crazy. about right now, but this is nuts. Yes. Yeah. What an operation. Was, okay. Well, and like, I was like 18, so I was like, whatever, this is 120 easy dollars where I'm barely babysitting. Just don't look at the baby. <laughs> yeah. I'll not Do look not at a baby check. for $120. But <laughs> honestly, the kid never woke up. And to this day, I do not know if that child was real or not. <laughs> it doesn't sound like there's really a baby. It sounds like people with too much money who want to feel like they have a baby. A hundred percent. Because it wasn't like even like I didn't go upstairs or anything, but on the main floor, there was no family photos. Whoa. Oh yeah. God. So I was like, there's no evidence of a child here. This is very confusing. This is a very strange story. <laughs> that yeah. is like a plot to a horror movie where halfway through the person's like, I got to see 
what this kid looks like. Like you finally go in and there's just like a, a mannequin baby in there with like a little tape recorder of it like yeah. sleeping. And you're like, what the fuck? And the door slams. <laughs> now you're the baby. That's right. Oh my God. That would be so scary. <laughs> they oh, like, I narrowly escaped that fate. <laughs> they strip you down, make you wear a little diaper and a little uh, uh, like bonnet and, and a pacifier. And you're like, well, I'm the baby now. <laughs> Honestly, what a, on an easy life. I'm begging to be taken <laughs> care of at this point. <laughs> That's fair. We, aren't we all? Um, but my other ghost story was so semi child related mm. was I used to be a nanny and babysitter like, to nanny. Okay. Babysitter to nanny. And what they don't tell you is that uh, babysitters actually make way more money an hour than nannies do. <laughs> <laughs> and less work too. Yeah. Way less. You don't even have to have a kid some of the time. <laughs> um, but so it was this like girl and it was a house at like Danforth and Jones ish, a like old neighborhood. Yep. And their basement was so spooky and they made it into the like playroom for the kid. Cause it was like the ceilings were too low for anything else. Yeah. And the little girl that I would nanny for would always talk about aunt Julie and she'd be like, oh, my God, like, Aunt Julie is so funny. She cracks me up. Like, I love Aunt Julie, <laughs> all this stuff. And so, like, after when the, like, parents came home, I was like, oh, like, she was really talking about Aunt Julie today. Like, seems like she's the life of the party. And the mom was like, what the fuck? Like, we don't have, there's no Aunt Julie. Like, I don't know what she's talking about. And so, But, like, this whole week, she kept talking about Aunt Julie. And it, like paranormal activity like the children always see the ghost first yeah. or like um what was that scary uh Blythe house or whatever on Netflix right right yeah yeah, yeah. with those like spooky British children mm-hmm. so she kept talking about Aunt Julie and I was like can you see Aunt Julie right now <laughs> she's like yeah she's right over there and it was honestly I've never been more scared in my entire <laughs> life that is the most terrifying thing I can think of I don't know I, I- hated it <laughs> i think it's hilarious that the ghost's name is aunt julie <laughs> <laughs> victorian ghost aunt julie <laughs> well i mean if if a ghost is saying that like oh just call me aunt julie saying aunt to a kid right like think about this being a real ghost okay so yeah. saying aunt to a kid already brings them closer because they're like oh aunt julie that's family now so yeah. I can trust this person. Isn't Aunt Julie just what you call your dad's new girlfriend <laughs> for a first little while? It's like, oh, that's just, <laughs> that's just Aunt Julie, dad's new friend. <laughs> well, it's uh, I mean, in a, <laughs> in a similar way, it's to be like, no, this is an innocent situation. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, See, I mean, if a kid told me that, I would just be like, OK, shut up. I'm putting it out there now. Aunt Julie was a fucking demon because right. they were latching onto this kid. And I guarantee if you Google this family, they're not around anymore. Yeah. And you got out. There's just a big hole there where the house used to be. What the hell? <laughs> Honestly, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, no way. <laughs> I had a, a situation um, with uh, one of my nieces where um, I guess they were like they kept taking my uh, sister's uh, car keys to them oh. with to school 
And when they were asked about it, they said that the uh, the little girl without a head that lives in their bedroom told them to uh, take them. Excuse me. And I was like, fuck that. I am not an uncle anymore. I'm never looking at you again. I'm never I looking at you again. Questions. I have follow up questions, though. Mm-hmm. First of all, how does the little girl without a head know about car keys? <laughs> Yeah, and how is she talking? You ever see in like cartoons where a roast chicken starts talking and like the little neck flap starts moving? Like oh mouth? yeah, that's that's true. how I imagine it. Yeah, awful. That's an awful. Thought. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Actually. That's an yeah. awful thought of a decapitated. <laughs> like I just picture him really sad. I picture it really sassy, like those chickens. It's like, ah, oh, why don't you take them car keys? <laughs> I mean, like this kid's good. Yeah. I- Either way, I don't like the situation mm. and I never wanted to be anywhere alone with them ever again because right. I don't want to get murdered by a child. That's the last no. thing I want. Absolutely not. <laughs> because, Fair enough. I mean, if you're that's the thing, like if you're murdered by like uh, uh, an adult or whatever, I mean, I was going to say it's fine. It's not fine, but like whatever, you know, like no one's going to be like uh, they're murdered by an adult. What a loser Who gives a fuck. You're dead. If you were murdered by a kid, it doesn't matter. You're dead. I don't want my legacy to be like, oh, yeah, this uh, little if you're worried old that about- uh, beat the shit. Out of <laughs> legacy is uh, bullshit anyway, and you're going to be dead anyway. It doesn't matter what you do. You're going to die. True. You're going to shit your pants. You're going to look like a pathetic piece of shit. And everyone's going to be like, what did this guy do? He did. He did an improv podcast for 10 yeah. years that went nowhere. <laughs> they got killed to death by a kid. Who cares? Doesn't fucking I, matter. I feel like part of the like the child murderers or like the possessing of a child like thing mm-hmm. is the like ethics of defending yourself against a child. Like I'll people are like, right, I'll punch him right in the face. I don't 100%. care. 100%. Like, I feel like everyone in Pet Cemetery hesitated. I would have mm. run over Gage again with a truck. Yeah, that's fair. That <laughs> no questions suck, asked. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You I, know what? Stay in the yard. <laughs> stay in the yard. Yeah. I I guess that's that's kind of like the fear for me, too, is you're not knowing how to defend yourself, I guess, <clears throat> in the situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not heartless like you, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. Or like you, Aiden. I wouldn't Shuffle know what to do. Right to the T. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's why like, they weren't a ghost. <laughs> they were yeah. coming in for a hug. An yeah. animal attack, <laughs> an animal attack or a child attack on you. Mm-hmm. Those are the worst things to me because they're a little bit like they're harder to kind of in your mind too. that if a child is to the point of attacking you, then I feel like something is up and something right. like something is unstoppable. About I've, I've never been worried about a child attacking me. I, that has never been an, a concern of mine ever. Oh, it's like no, it's it's never, never it's never crossed my mind. I never think of it when I see a kid. And if I do, I'm just like, I could take care of that. What worries me more fucking crazy teenagers. You don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Well, teenagers are crazy. I've they don't they don't have anything to lose. We we have their mind. uh, There's um, in my hometown. I heard about this uh, group of uh, teenage girls that have been terrorizing the city and uh, pushed uh, pushed a man and his dog into the water and the man drowned. That's what I'm saying. 
You don't actually Teenage hear about drone, like yeah. young kids doing anything other than shooting their parents who left right. their guns out, their pile of guns out. Um, but you don't hear much about that. But you hear about that. That's nuts. Well, you don't. I'm more that. worried about that. Do you hear a lot? I mean, I think you hear about kids doing it, too. Yeah, but it's always an accident. And it's always parents who left their weapons on the table or whatever. <laughs> We're not leaving weapons on a table for our kids. No. We don't have kids. <laughs> I'm idea? not worried about it. The idea of a town being terrorized by like four teenage girls is so funny to me. <laughs> it also feels like boomers making up shit too, though. hundred you know, percent. It's also like those damn teenagers are destroying the town. It's like, no, it's not. Well, it's just a bunch of drunk people pushing people when, in the lakes. <laughs> okay, so when my parents first said it, I was skeptical, but I did look it up, and they they're doing. Oh it. no, I'm sure there are people who do do it, but I'm also saying it. It's also very common for like older generations to just blame all the bad things on teenagers. I think they beat up an old man, too. Whoa. What did he do? I don't did know. Did he deserve it? Hey, maybe. I don't know. Probably. Talk shit, get hit. That's yeah, what that's, I true. Say. that's true. That's true. <laughs> they should put that as the motto of Brock filming. You know, talk shit, get hit. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, we got a story to tell. Uh, yeah, that's true. Let's get to it. We all drew positions beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, Aiden, do you want to reveal what you drew? Yes, I'm the swing. Yeah, no responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Whatever, whenever. Oh, Shakira fan. (laughs) Shakira, huge Shakira fan. (laughs) Very huge. Um, I remember still to this day, you brought up the nostalgia of opening my copy of Dirty Laundry for Christmas that was in my stocking. (laughs) 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's true i, I do bring the it, celebrity <laughs> <laughs> wow what a segue i go to a random celebrity generator it gives me four options my options are these are actually not bad uh miley cyrus mm-hmm. brendan frazier mm-hmm. sean william scott mm-hmm. and amanda Bynes. Oh. okay um you see the new picture of brendan frazier in a new movie that he's in the whale, right? The whale. Really? Yeah. He's... Both of you have seen it. I feel like yeah, that's big news. Left, big news. Well, I, speaking of 2001, these are all like hit people other than Miley Cyrus. So she was too young, I think. Mm. That time. When did ha- Hannah Montana get big? I think it was much later. I feel like not 2001. Like 2007? I was going to say, earlier. I think around that. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like it was nowhere near the Amanda show. <laughs> No, not even close. No, 2006 definitely eclipsed it. That's what I got to say. Speaking of sketch shows, like imagine how that one was curated. That's true. Oh, yeah. Did you guys base any of your episodes off the Amanda (laughs) show or all that? (laughs) No, I wish we did. You might have to bring that to uh, the next season. You gotta. Yeah. Wow. Do, Do you think that if you were to watch the Amanda show now because I remember it. So I never fun. I never really watched it. My sisters did. Do you think it would be funny at all? Like, you think, I think so. You think I think so? parts <laughs> of it definitely hold up. I feel yeah. like there's probably a few moments that would probably be OK. But I think for the most part, it'd just be like, oh, my God, this is a lot of kids just yelling weird stuff. Well, I, yeah. I, I, how interesting is it to have like someone like Amanda Bynes that was like, the lead of a like a sketch show like a, mm-hmm. a comedy show like to be like not not just like a teen star like a child star but also to have like the comedic i guess like chops to have your own sketch show afterwards yeah. that you're leading. why why did 
Amanda Bynes get her own show. Was she, was she on all that first? And then yeah. it was a spinoff. Yeah, for the Amanda she was show? the standout yeah. of it. OK, and yeah. it wasn't even Keenan. Wow. Keenan went on to do SNL for a hundred years. years after. They all that's did a, pretty well, I feel like, right? That's quite a career trajectory, though, right? Just do sketch comedy for your whole fucking career. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Oh, my God. All that was on for so long. 1994? Wait, this can't be real. Until 2020. <laughs> did it start as oh, like a They renewed short? it. They renewed it. Oh, really? It. Mm, interesting. And they still... I think Keenan was still in it. I think they still had Keenan and Kel in it. Yeah, because the mean, top stay cast, in your lane, I Amanda, guess, right? Bynes, Amanda Bynes, Nick Cannon, Keenan mm. Thompson. I uh, don't know who that is. <laughs> Number four. Don't know. I don't think Kel did. Oh, no. no. Lori Beth Denberg. Mm-hmm. I think she came back for the I watched an episode, I believe. Of, I watched the pilot, I think, of the uh, like i guess the it was new a reboot one? yeah it was like a, yeah they just had the cast back and stuff hmm. these wow. kids don't look nearly as funny i'll be honest with you <laughs> kids <laughs> like, just look funnier in the ni- late 90s 100 percent. you see this guy on screen you know you're gonna laugh <laughs> that's true look at that wacky kyle hairdo. sullivan <laughs> by the like, comparison if you see this guy, sorry to Ryan Alessi. You see this guy, you're not. Oh yeah, once. no, 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 no. That's no. not a comedy kid. That's like that's a kid team, I feel good a, defending myself against. That's a teen <laughs> drama kid. Yeah. Back in my day, the sketch kids, I wouldn't have felt good about defending myself against them at all. They look no. too tough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Imagine beating up Keenan Thompson. Yeah. That's right. Oh. No, I couldn't. I'm, 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 well, thinking, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm yeah. I'm too much of a good burger fan. I can't do yeah. it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, I guess I'll choose. Let's. I'll do Brendan Fraser. Okay, and that means I drew the narrator. So for that, we're gonna go to can I did a can I get a dot com for a location, a relationship, or a word? Can I speak dot com? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, roasted. Yeah, roasted myself. Okay, let's do it. Let's do a um word. Sold out. It's two words. Sure. Um, but okay. The spooky sold out. Sold out okay. with uh Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Okay. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. 
So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. All right, let's, uh, let's get this started. It was 4.59. One minute to close. Michael was just ready to lock up for the day. He, he'd had enough, you know, he'd, he'd been selling shit all afternoon. It was so busy and he was he was just ready to go home, you know, have some dinner and go to bed, not have to worry about anything. But right before he was able to lock the door, someone ran up, just started banging on it, just saying, are you open? Are you still open? Are you still open? And Michael, well, he was a professional and he knew that a customer willing to pay is someone that you need to bring inside. <laughs> uh, listen, we're we're uh, closed. I'm 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 sorry. Um, we don't actually have that many supplies even uh, right now. Uh, we ran out of bananas, apples, oranges, lemons, wheatgrass, spinach, kale, <laughs> cucumbers, tomatoes, and pineapple do you have any rutabagas um i need i need a rutabaga for my recipe just let me in and look around please yeah can i come in yeah you can thank you you. come in the the grocery listen look if we have any rutabagas are you sold out of all these things here what all of the things i listed yeah where are all your pineapples what I, I, I clearly said pineapple. Listen, I need a pineapple. Okay, well, go to a 24-7 uh, grocer. I want to support a, local. Yeah, but we are a grocery that closes at 5 p.m. <laughs> so, well, that sounds like a problem that you have with your hours, not me as your customer. Listen, do you have your rutabagas? Where are they? You're just staring so intensely at me. I just, listen... I'm listening. Are you? Yes. Because you weren't listening before when I mentioned we were out of pineapples. So I don't know if you're listening now. Are these plums organic? Oh, my God. <laughs> like it, we are. We are closing. What? Just grab what you see here that you want. Are you rushing me? And I'll bring you out. Are yes, you I, rushing me? Yes, I am reasonably rushing you when we are one minute to close. Listen, this is going to be a really bad Google review. I got to oh. tell you something. Hi, I'm I'm Sheila, the manager. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help but feel the energy was off over here. Mm, that you're um, darn tootin' it's off. This person's rushing me. 
I'm trying oh. to trying to purchase some fresh produce from this lovely establishment or what I thought was a lovely establishment. Well, I mean, we, we don't want a bad Google review, so I'll help well, you. The rutabagas we have I've the already, best rutabagas. I've already typed out the review in, don't my hit notes, on them. in my notes app to be safe. Oh, in the notes. But <laughs> I, I will don't I hit will, send though. I will copy it out, paste it to Google, and hit send. Why would you do that? Well, you you make me feel like a piece of shit. I'm just trying to get get a rutabaga. I'm trying to shop. I'm trying to browse. You know how it is. We got busy lives. You can't review someone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sheila, but I do, I do. you cannot. I'm going to tell this guy off. OK, you cannot. Oh, God. You cannot <laughs> be upset about leave without a rutabaga. <laughs> exactly. The customer is always right. Always right. We've talked about this before. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. You're Brendan Fraser. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's, I mean, I have seen the two you. of us. He is preparing for a role. So oh. Cut him a little slack. Kind of like when that episode of The Simpsons where James Woods worked at the Quickie Mart to get into a role. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's where Brendan Fraser got the idea for. Deep cut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brendan, bro? we talked about tone Brendan. with customers. That's I'm... going in the Google review in my notes app. Okay, see what the public thinks about you negatively reviewing Brendan Fraser in today's climate. Well, I'm not going to mention Brendan Fraser. I am a hero. <laughs> a hero. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Really? The mummy. The mummy. That, yes. Am. The mummy returns. And and you know, my back hurt after what the first the mummy, one? and I still did two others. What was the third one called? The a Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Is that what it was called? Exactly. I With, didn't like that one. Oh. Hey. Well, that was Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, listen, Jet Li was in it, though. All right. I, th I think you're thinking of the fourth that where they tried to reboot the entire franchise. Which wasn't ah. even really related, was it? But can I just sit you two around and tell you about the time that I was at the premiere of Monkey Bone. Listen, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do want to hear about Chris <laughs> Kattan and how he was. But I, I, I just saying, listen, you want me to hurry up and get out of here, but you seem to be drawing this out by telling me this long story. And you want me to sit down and listen to an even longer story. Well, I think that uh, instead of interrupting my shopping, you know, I could be in and out of here with my rutabaga, um, my organic plum. Well, I'm, it is. It's kind of what we're known for here is, mm. uh, you know, you get to grocery shop and you get to hear a story from America's sweetheart from 1999, Brendan Fraser. OK, well, you have me there. I'm putting I'm putting one more star on my Google review. I'll just update it in my notes app. So it's it's a all right. Now we're up to situation. one star. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a different situation as well, because I am not a grocery worker okay that's not my calling okay i am a storyteller right. so i'm okay staying late if i'm doing what i do best okay well tell me about these rutabagas no that's not my what <laughs> my tale to tell i need to speak to your manager again listen you're gonna bring him in here and he can't even talk about the products on hand that's just poor planning i, I you know what that bad management bad training that's going in the review i'm putting it in the review right now <laughs> No, no. Look, I mean, I, I don't want to. 
yeah. pull on your heartstrings. Okay. But the reason we're out of so many things now, including rutabagas, is um, there is a night prowler in the neighborhood. Oh, no, the night prowler. I've heard about this. produce. Wow. Wow. And just leaving them in ditches. In ditches? In ditches. Whoa. And they also, the night prowler, stole all of um, the uh, bedazzled DVDs. Right. And that's why my sales didn't do well on that. It yeah. wasn't because of my star power. <laughs> Did they steal your, steal your film career over the last few years? Yes. <laughs> oh. Ow. <laughs> I think Brendan Fraser is going to cardiac arrest. Oh no! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh no! I'm putting it in the review. I was a little rude to the checkout boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> checkout boy, I'm Brendan Fraser. Ow! That's Encino Man, Brendan Fraser. You were an Encino Man. Yes, and the the, the, the you met Polly Shore. The, the Prowler also stole those DVDs, and it wasn't due to my star power that the sales weren't high. Wow. Ow. I can't believe you would come in here and belittle George of the Jungle to the point of cardiac arrest. That's true. I'm sorry. Listen, I didn't <laughs> I didn't mean to insult you with that. I, I, I was just making an observation about theft in this country. I think that my cardiac's coming back with that apology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe give me one more your, compliment. Your cardiac got released on bail. <laughs> no, long, no longer arrested. <laughs> one more compliment and I might be back. The full health. Um, you were pretty jacked in uh, George of the Jungle. Yeah, it's true. My body was good then. It was like twenty five years ago, but yeah, yeah. yeah it was... Hey, uh, do yeah. either of you remember when I made a cameo in Dickie Roberts' former child star? No, I can no. tell you the story of how I met David. We're Spade. good. Listen, do you have a bathroom that I open to the public? Um. Uh, uh yes because <laughs> I, I i really i really gotta you know just i really gotta unload some stuff if you know what i mean For okay sure, but yeah, it yeah. feels like brendan needs this <laughs> well, well i'll be back sheila i can tell you the story again well <laughs> so. <laughs> good i love it right, my favorite right, i'll be right back okay <laughs> Meanwhile, in the bathroom, as the customer is sitting down, uh, the prowler comes from the ceiling like Mission Impossible and sucks the customer up in. <laughs> Sucking me up? <laughs> Sucking me up? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Hello? Can you speak? <laughs> Do you think he's doing well in there? Or It sounds like he's having an amazing time. Okay, back to David Spade. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Spade. <laughs> A lot of people think Kate Spade, but David is really... Mm -hmm. Related to Kate Spade. Yeah. All of a sudden, they heard the little doorbell ding-dong as someone walked in. Not like a ding-dong doorbell, but like a little changly bell, like when you open the doorbell. And it was a police officer. <gasps> oh, um... Sorry, uh, evening, fellows. Um, listen, I, I'm a woman named Sheila, officer. <laughs> well, you're a fella to me. That's how we police do it. We say fellas. Oh, great. That's how we do it in this town. Listen, we're we're on the prowl for uh, 
well, we're not prowling. We're on the prowl. Wait, for you're a the prowler. prowler? No, we're on a Hang prowl on. for a prowler. Oh shit, you caught us. Listen, <laughs> we've been we've been prowling around this neighborhood, stealing stuff and blaming it on someone else this whole time. Are you fucking kidding me? But no you one's gonna be believe you. You store owners. This is a holdup. Oh my god, <laughs> he's been a pile of guns this whole time. That's right. Well, uh, uh, take uh, take what you want, but just to let you know, all, all of right. the bedazzled and um, and Cino Man DVDs are already gone. What? The whole reason yeah. we came in here, that and a pineapple. Well, those are also sold. Son out. of a bitch. <laughs> Listen, forget this happened. We're going to come back tomorrow when you get your stock back in. Hey, uh, we have uh, someone we haven't heard from in a while in the bathroom. Do you mind checking right. on them? Wait a oh, minute. Yeah. Aren't you Brendan Fraser? Uh, yeah, I feel like we haven't heard from you in a while either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, he's having another heart attack. Oh, geez. Do you need me to call somebody like your agent? <laughs> oh, no, I think I'm going down. <laughs> Brendan, no. Oh, quick. Give him oh. a compliment. Oh, OK. Um, well, I'm glad to see you're back in movies. I mean, everyone on the Internet seems to be happy about that. Yeah, are you happy about it? Of course. Yeah, I'm all, Sheila. All those fellow, <laughs> all those fellows on the internet seem to be jumping for joy. I'm in, I'm in a movie coming up. Um, what was it called again, Sheila? The whale. <laughs> the whale. I'm in the whale. Wow. I'd remember it if I wasn't constantly in cardiac. Listen, arrest. I'm gonna write a good Google review about that movie. Thank you. All right. I haven't seen it yet. Google Google reviews are I, the new Rotten Tomatoes. I probably won't see it, to be honest. What? Oh, <laughs> there's nothing on you. I just uh, I don't watch movies. What? Why were you going to steal the DVDs then? Why were you upset that they were already gone? Well, I steal them and I throw them in a ditch. Oh, that is the prowler. Makes me feel like a big man. That's <laughs> the prowler. Sheila, get him. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh. Ma'am, uh, please stop. Stop grabbing my uniform. It is uh, illegal to grab a cop like that. Untuck his shirt, Sheila. Uh, no, don't untuck my shirt, Sheila. He's got a ducktail now. Damn it, Sheila. Oh, I can't go back to the. I can't go back to the precinct like this. Everyone will laugh at me. Well, go into That's the right. bathroom and fix it up. All right. You guys wait here. No funny <laughs> business. OK, yeah, no problem. We'll wait All in right. our store. <laughs> the police officer goes into the bathroom sits on the toilet doesn't fix the shirt right away sits on the toilet oh man now that i'm in here i guess i really gotta you know let off some steam so so it were and then a person drops who the hell in, am i talking like, to mission impossible grabs the police officer and sucks him up into the ceiling what the hell i'm being sucked up <laughs> Sheila, have you ever noticed that whenever someone goes into the bathroom, like pretty much since we've worked here, they never come back? Yeah, I have noticed that, actually. It's like when I brought my friend David Spade here. <laughs> Is that why no one's heard from David Spade? Oh, my empathy is making <laughs> me have another cardiac arrest. He's my friend. 
was your friend it sounds like oh uh, <laughs> did somebody call an ambulance we got an, an anonymous ambulance call i'm the ambulance man hey listen i'll help you out but i really gotta go to the bathroom first you don't mind waiting a second do you <laughs> the emt goes into the bathroom well i'm being sucked up <laughs> um i don't think that emt's coming back sheila i hope that this empathy solves itself for you brendan Fraser. You know what? Maybe if you were to give me one compliment, I'll go into the bathroom myself. Check this whole situation out because, hey, it's me, the janitor. I'm here to change the toilet paper in the bathroom. Okay, go inside. Okay. <laughs> oh, be sucked up. <laughs> oh, we didn't even close the door before he got <laughs> Something's definitely going on inside there, Brendan Fraser. Well, had- either that or they're having an epic bathroom orgy because <laughs> they're all still in there. It's true. It's true. And they do keep saying I'm getting sucked up, which I mean, could go either way. Could go either way. <laughs> um, if I had to give you one compliment, Brendan Fraser, I would say um, the performance that you brought to Journey to the Center of the Earth was incredible. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm back in full form. Hey, did I ever tell you about uh, when I shot Furry Vengeance and was on set with all those CGI squirrels. You have not mentioned that one yet. Usually it's a David Spade focus story. Oh, yeah. David Spade voiced the um, raccoon. He is very rodent-like. Who yeah. are you? I'm the pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I was just People have been looking for you I, everywhere. I know. I was hiding. I didn't want to be picked up. Listen. As the last pineapple, I got to say, this place is fucked for me. <laughs> I don't want to be taken home and chopped up into a fruit salad. Well, I, I mean, is this the plot line for Sausage Party? The <laughs> Seth Rogen animated feature? It's a spinoff. I've been working on it. I'm calling it Fruit Salad. I tried to get in on that movie. Did I tell you about my friendship with David Spade and how he tried to speak for me to get in that movie? Listen, the more I'm hearing their stories, the more I want to be chopped up and made into a fruit salad. <laughs> That's you what see, we call Pineapple Express. I was only in. Uh, well, I'm on the express route to wanting to be chopped up and put into a fruit salad. <laughs> this guy's stories keep going on about David Spade. But you don't like it. I, I only cameoed in Dickie Roberts, former child star, because of my friendship with mm-hmm. David Spade. Yeah. And where did that yeah. get you? I mean, you're I working think... in a grocery store talking to a pineapple. <laughs> is this, <laughs> Sheila, is this pineapple not real? Are we going insane? What pineapple? Oh, my God. It was just me thinking <laughs> the whole time. Brendan Fraser rubbed his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> realized he was laying in bed, staring up at the ceiling. She, she was not real either. I'm not in a grocery store. Why do I have a car bed? All of a sudden, the ceiling opened up and a guy comes down, Mission Impossible style. Um, Hey, have I ever told you about my film career? And my friendship with David Spade. <laughs> wow. That was a scary story. That was a scary story. And really got into the head of Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess his biggest worry is being sucked up. 
I mean, what a treat for the Prowler listening mm-hmm. to this. The East End Prowler, that he'll get to see himself a star mm-hmm. of a sketch. In a podcast. Yeah. Look at that. That's wild. Absolutely wild. Hey, uh, uh, pitch this one for working months. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm like, I got a bottle episode for you. <laughs> listen, if they're going to listen to anyone, it's going to be you. That's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're the perfect person to work on working months. Like your, your, your career tra- trajectory, I was noticing earlier, you went from babysitter to nanny to working mom, right? That's right. <laughs> Next thing you got to be a grandma, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess with maybe a job, but I think I think you can pitch this to them and they're going to keep you around until you're a working grandma. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm now knighting you the grandmother of spooked. And the thing is, too, <laughs> Brendan Fraser is acting again, so you might be able to get him. be able to get him depending how his next movie goes. Yeah, yeah. These, this is just all spitballing and stuff just that you can use in the room. <laughs> Listen, right. I'm sure we could probably get an online petition that he would probably read because I think he's active. Online, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he might come and do it. I feel like he tweets. Yeah. Oh, Brendan Fraser tweets. I'll uh, actually, <laughs> listen, I don't want to seem like we're, we're shitting on Brendan Fraser. I love Brendan Fraser. Me and too. I'm very happy that he's back. <laughs> me too. He was very formative for me. Yeah. As we were like talking about the movies, I'm like, I've seen most of these actually. I, I know. I remember being very upset. There was a like a local like video rental place, uh, like an independent place that they would after they were done with the posters, they would give them away or whatever. And I remember oh, them nice. having the monkey bone poster up in there and then me really wanting that poster, like yeah. really wanting it. I remember watching that movie and I just remember it being very strange. I don't think I ever watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's, a the weird, it's a weird movie yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's good Everything I liked yeah, That's true <laughs> Wow There you go um, Well on that note let's do some plugs Sure Aiden where can everyone follow you Oh god I'm Aiders A-I-D-E-R-Z On Instagram and then mm-hmm. I think I'm Aiden underscore O'Loughlin on Twitter Amazing All right and we'll be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on Aiden, as well as another podcast that Aiden produces, Nostalgique, is on there too. And you can see the backlog of those episodes. And also go on to the Sonar shop and you can buy a spook shirt, whether you believe in ghosts or not believe in ghosts. We got a shirt for you. Get them right now. And come yeah. to Fan Expo Friday, August 26th, 430. But only say hi to us if you bought a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Don't even bother fucking showing up. Yeah, that's the price shirt. of admission, motherfuckers. Don't think we'll <laughs> sign shit for you if you don't. No, we'll do. We don't care. Who's asking us? <laughs> spooked, spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.